0: Hanging with DJ Glowing Eyes. What's up, everybody? This is Hanging with DJ Glowing Ice, episode 15. It is a chilly October night. It's October 7th right now, tonight. And thank God, because for a second, we got kind of worried. It got really, really hot for October. I think it burst through a record. And, uh, yeah. It was not that good. Uh, anyways, I'd like to kick off this episode uh, catching up with you about some of the medication that I was on from the stings I had from the hornets. Uh, things have died down now. I got off the medication a long time ago, but uh, it's just something I haven't touched up on, and I wanted to let you guys in on, the, on all the fun. First off, I want to say I really do sympathize for people that have to wear glasses and wear contacts. Because, man, I got off them, I was on them steroids. And as I was driving, my vision was getting very blurry. And, like, I would just start reading things that I could, I knew I could normally just read off the side of the road. And things were just getting blurry, And I don't know if it was just the other stuff too, the combination of the two things I was taking or what, but the prednisone and the, the, or is the prednisone the, I I don't know. And I was sitting there thinking it wasn't the medication at all. I was sitting there thinking it was uh, my, my eyes just going bad. I was like, yeah, I am getting older, but sure enough, thank God it was just the side effects of the medication and Everything is basically out of my system now. My one knee was feeling very heavy, like it was getting filled with water, and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm just falling apart everywhere, man. It sucks being old. You you always ever hear that as a kid? You know, there'd be people saying, yeah, it sucks being old, and it's like, oh, that ain't ever gonna be me, because I'm invincible, and I'm this and that, and then you wake up one morning and you're like, why, why is my knee hurting? What did I do? And you go th- go in the back of your head the day before, and you're like, I didn't do anything at all for my knee to be hurt. What is wrong? <laughs> you know? And it's not like I'm out of shape. I'm actually in the best shape of my life in years. You know, I went years being, <clears throat> like, slightly overweight. Well, I was, like, mid-range overweight. Like, imagine being overweight... And then getting really overweight and then being obese. I was always like low to mid-range overweight. I was never exactly a healthy weight. And that just goes to eating a lot of garbage. And not really like being told proper nutrition on how to eat and what should you eat. Because I remember like when I would be working at the radio station late at night. when You know, your early 20s and... I'm on my own and I just live in a one room apartment. And you know, I get off of my shift at night at midnight, and then I'd be driving to the only place open to get groceries because during the day I'd sleep till about one, wake up and be at the radio station by two. You know, I just had a very, I was a night owl. You know, I'd get home. At like 12.15, 12, 12.30 12, And I'd make music till 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning And then i pass out on my futon It was a hellish, hellish existence But no, I'd, I'd get off work After leaving the radio station at midnight And then I'd drive to Walmart And Walmart late at night after midnight it, It's a whole different world Like nobody's really there you feel like you own the place almost. And it's a very peaceful thing. So I would show up at the at the Walmart and me being a stupid 20-year-old still maintaining the weight of like 115 pounds, 120 soaking wet, I would just buy cheeseburger, pizzas, ice cream shells and cheese all off-brand stuff but you know what i'm saying i was on a radio dj salary which was basically you're on welfare and so that you know that's what i ate the entire time and during my time down there from about i was there for about a year and a half two years i gained about 10 15 pounds and when i realized i was getting a little hefty I was like, all right, I need to find the nearest uh, park and start walking a trail before work. And so it was towards the end of my radio career when I told them to go get screwed that I started walking, getting more in shape, sweating, uh, watching what I ate. But I kind of lived off of one meal a day back in the day. I wouldn't take anything into work. I would just eat I would, like, gorge myself and then just go in, work, and i come home and eat a little bit more than pass out. Well, I'd be re- recording whatever crappy demos I'd be recording at the time. So why would I get on this tangent? Uh, you know, I, well, I, I, I didn't, I've been overweight for so long that, you know, I, I didn't realize. So I lost a lot of weight and everything like that. But the steroids got me really fat again like I would would start getting those hungers where I'd want to eat all the time again so a huge spike in appetite would come out of nowhere and I gained like 5 pounds which doesn't seem like a lot but for a small guy like me it's definitely a lot and I just want to say too like with the blurry eyesight and everything man I know what it was like wearing glasses and I, I was never a fan of wearing glasses I wore glasses until sophomore year of high school. Uh, I just I was like one of those lucky guys that like showed up to get my yearly exam. And my prescription on my glasses were very low anyways, but the doctor looked at my eyes and he said, Yeah, I have no idea why you're even wearing glasses anymore. You got perfect vision 2020. And I was like, Oh, great, you know. I'm going to chuck these things and not have to worry about glasses but man, them steroids were screwing on my vision, dude. I was thinking, oh lord, here come the glasses again. I'm not a contacts guy, to, kind of guy. I don't, I don't like the idea of putting stuff in my eyes. I'd rather just wear glasses. Plus, you know, I get some trendy looking glasses. I look sexy in a pair of glasses. I'll find the right ones. It's whatever. Got off the medication. I'm kind of freaking myself out because I was maintaining a weight of about 125 pounds on steroids, and I'll, I'll weigh myself on a scale, and I'm like 117, which is good, but also at the same time, it's like almost dangerous because I haven't been this light in a decade. I could eat a bunch of junk food and get right back up to where I was. Anyways, needless to say, my health is good. Um, The dentist that I went to, he was talking about that he needed maybe to do a biopsy on my tongue to look at it. Because there's this bump. It's been like an enlarged taste bud in my tongue for two years. And he hasn't, you know, he didn't say nothing about it at any other time. Now he's like, oh, let's do a biopsy on it. Anyways, I show up at the thing. And he goes and he looks at my tongue and he says, all right, so sit back. They put the bib on me and everything, and they go, they go back. And he starts, like, talking to his assistant. I'm hearing his assistant talking. They're like, yeah, uh, do we have any more slides? No, this one's just for demonstration purposes. Ah, uh, we're going to have to reschedule. So anyways, he comes up to me, and he says, yeah, we're out of slides. Uh, we're going to have to reschedule. Probably by next week, we'll have some in. And that was last monday today is monday and the monday before that and then the monday before that was when i went in so it's been two weeks now and i haven't gotten a call for a reschedule or anything they're supposed to reschedule when they get the slides back in he said the reasoning was oh the person that's in charge of restocking the stuff uh she's out on maternity leave or something it's like dude you're the doctor. You're the one with the degree up on the wall. Shouldn't you be more in charge and kind of oversee, make sure everything's good to go for your own practice? Come on, Mr. Smart Dude. Come on, Mr. College Grad. You know, I, I have a little itty-bitty podcast that hasn't even started yet, but, like, every day I obsess on it. I don't get any money from it. You're the one who has paying patients, customers coming in, and you're not on top of like you would I would look over. I would be a, like a maniac looking over everything. But then again, you got to realize a lot of the people that are far more educated than you are, are just humans. They're just people. So you really can't everybody has a fault. But come on, bro. Come on, dude. But anyways, needless to say that I haven't gotten a call and it probably only took them about four days to get order and get some slides in haven't gotten a call so maybe what they're trying to do is just probably squeeze some extra money out of me it's probably not that big of a deal as it's been you know more than two years I've had it and I haven't died yet so uh, I'm getting over a sinus infection as you can probably hear it's taken about two weeks for that too it was right when I went to the dentist pretty much. I started developing it. Man, it's, it's one thing after another. I tell you what. But things are finally going back to normal. Recording a lot of segments for the first episode. I've got two guests lined up for the main body of the show. And a big open discussion. And it's going to be fun. I'm really excited about that. I was originally going to go with the idea of having my... Life as a radio DJ, main topic, be on the first episode. But I think it's going to be such a big thing, I may turn it into a special edition episode because I don't know if I'd be able to fit it into 40 minutes. And you know me, you know old DJ glowing Eye sure can talk. You know, I get that, like, old lady, she says that. Oh, you just, you talk too much. For every two sentences I write, you'll write two paragraphs, and it's not because, like, I'm, oh, I'm needy or something like that. It's like I always have a lot to say. I can't shut up half the time. And maybe it's because I don't have a lot of social interaction in my real life. So I make up for it when someone actually does talk to me. It's like, get ready for an earful. <laughs> you better just keep it at a normal greeting and don't, don't try to dig for a conversation. Because uh, you're about to get it. DJ glowing ice brings the goods. Yeah, that's what's going on with my uh health and all that. Coming up next, I'm gonna talk about my car oil changes and a lot more fun stuff. So stick around for that. It's Industrial Industries World Radio's debut album, Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. All the songs you heard in the episodes are all here, like the uplifting It's Gonna Be Okay. Hey! Check out the hot and hip rap song 2020. Wiener, balls, rap song 2020, rap song 2020. And don't forget the classic hit, fart In Your Face. I wanna fart on guitar, I wanna fart on power bill. I wanna fart on fresh fruit, I wanna fart in. All of the best songs and skits from the first two seasons of IIWR are right here. Industrial Industries World Radio's Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you can stream and download music. So, I get this thing in the mail and i had got this email too prior about a month ago saying oh there's a recall on your car we need to redo the airbags on it because there's a recall and if the airbags blow open and you're in a wreck there's going to be plastic shards and it's going to kill you and blah 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 and it said to schedule an appointment text fix to this number and uh we'll get We'll search your area for the nearest dealership to get the recall done. Okay, I do that. Classic thing happens. I'm sorry, you're going to have to call this 1-800 number to get this thing scheduled instead. we're the It's temporarily unavailable. Like, yeah, that's how it always works with me. Uh, so I call up the number, and I'm driving, and it's some... Kuresh or something could hardly understand what he's saying and he goes and says uh all right can I get your VIN number I said uh I'm driving right now but um I guess I can take a look he's like no 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 call back at your nearest convenience and uh I called back and then I got this other lady that I could actually understand her and get to talking made her laugh and with my charm I made the Uh, call center lady made her day. Either that or she was just really, really friendly and just laughed at anything that anybody said. I don't know. And so anyways, I drive to the dealership. I set an appointment for 1030. Okay. Get there about 10 minutes early. Guy kind of waves me into the garage and then I get out of my car and put my key, the car key on the dashboard and I walk into the center there right next to the garage inside and the guy's like, oh yeah, it should take about an hour, no big deal, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But I'm sitting here thinking, I know exactly how this goes. And sure enough, you know, just like how uh, the oil changes at the dealership are, took a lot longer than that. I go and I sit down and they have a coffee machine in there and that's fine. I was needing to edit the Lucky Charms only marshmallows video that I recently put up. I had it all in my phone. I had the audio in it, everything, so I could do it all on my phone in iMovie. So I'm editing that while I'm waiting and I pretty much edited the whole damn thing sitting and waiting in the waiting room there, you know, so it it felt good that, you know, it's like, even though it took a lot longer than expected, I was productive, and I really didn't waste any time, Thing time was taken care of pretty well, what was only one hour turned into two hours, and then two and a half, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I'm kind of getting up, looking outside, where the windows from the showroom, to see, you know, they usually would uh, park the cars that are done and ready to be picked up in this little area. My car still ain't there. Okay, all right, sit back down. Uh, Get back up, check, no. And on the TV, watching this show where it's like this married couple, and it's like, oh, it's just an ordinary married couple. They have $700,000 to work with, with buying a house. That's no, no big deal. oh this this couple is gonna put in 1.4 million dollars to renovate their beach house. Oh they're just an average married couple no big deal. So I'm kind of halfway watching that half when I need to take a break from editing the video and finally they come around and I get in my car and I drive off happily ever after. now with this, comes the idea as to why I always drive my car to Valvoline instant oil change and I never schedule for an oil change at a dealership at all because last time I scheduled myself for a dealership oil change it took me about the same time two and a half hours three hours sitting there and then they come back at you with oh we could do this service and that service and this service and this it's like no 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 Give me the oil change and that's it. Dean will always harp on me. Why are you going to Valvoline Instant Oil Change? You pay so much extra. Why don't you go schedule an oil change at the dealership? You pay $20 less. It's like, okay, I'll pay that extra $20 and I can save about two and a half hours of my time. It all depends on how you value your time. Now, someone like Dean has a, a girlfriend or somebody that, they got a confidant someone next to, them. like or a lot of other people will be asking, well why don't you just drop your car off and have someone you know, take you pick you up and you know, get, get back to it when your car's But I don't have anybody you gotta understand that I don't got nobody so it's me showing up and then sitting and waiting everybody's busy, everybody has their own things to do which I'm not faulting them at that. That's just how it is. That's life. But that's just how it is when someone will ask, Oh, well, why don't you just do this? And then I have to take a deep breath. and, Okay, here's the reason why. Oh, why don't you just do this? Okay, here's the reason why for that. Oh, well, sucks for you. <laughs> that's how it usually goes. Uh, so I pull out of the dealership. Now it's time to get some lunch. Because now it's it's about lunchtime and I want to get some shark bites from the seafood place down the street. I love shark. If you've never had shark, if that sounds disgusting to you, please just give it a shot. At least where I get these, these shark bites at. Uh, it's, they're so good. Then you get this butter sauce to dip it in. Now how I like to do shark bites or how I like to do crab legs or anything is when you got that butter dip take the meat out and put it in the butter dip don't just dip it in let it get in there and let it soak up the butter and then pull it out and eat it so while you got some crab leg meat or you got some shark meat simmering in the butter and soaking it all up you could start reloading cracking out some more crab meat or eating some of the mixed fruit from the part of the shark bites plate that i had and then go back to it and it's so good man so good i go into the seafood place i make my order as i'm driving there okay about 15 minutes pull up into the parking lot walk into the place i'm sitting there at the bar and that's where anybody usually picks up to go orders i see another lady walk in and she walks towards the end and the waitress was nowhere to be found. The bartender was nowhere to be found up until this lady walked in. She's like, hey, you got a to-go order? She's like, yeah, yeah, I got a to-go order. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, what's the name? And I'm like, uh, and "This." they're on the other side of the bar, so I'm like, okay, I get, guess I better get up and walk down there, and, you know, because that's where all the stuff is being handled. So I walked down there, and I, I'm behind the lady. Not, I'm not close to her by any stretch of the imagination. I'm about six feet away. And the waitress, while she's ringing out this lady, she says, Oh, do you got a to-go order, too? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the lady looks at me. She just turns her head and looks at me and just stares at me for, like, three solid seconds. Like, full-on turns her head like a hoot owl or something and just looks at me. And then I look back at her. I kind of just give her this look, like, What the are you looking at? And then looks back. And now I don't know if that's normal for most people. Like, you you just have to stare at somebody, but that's, it's kind of rude. I'm not one to be like Mr. Manners or anything, but I don't think I would ever at any point in my life ever just turn my head and stare at somebody. Like, what did I do to you, woman? I didn't fart, I simply walked up. The waitress and bartender asked me if I had to go order, I said yes that's it that calls for you to stare me down for three seconds but i gotta realize that people are people and that's just how it is speaking of people being people uh i deleted two facebook friends i have a very small list of friends on facebook as it is and i don't know how some of you have like 600 to two thousand friends like i don't ever like go through my friend list and like prioritize who I see who I don't see like I'll add anybody that's on my friends list whatever they post I'll see like I never post block people like I don't see their stuff like it's all fair game if you're my friend on Facebook I will see all your stuff and I don't know how you do it but I had to delete two people I just uh sorry I got cut off Dean's been calling me twice since I've been recording this uh, but anyways, so I deleted these two people on Facebook because, well, one of them was, he wasn't even really a friend, just this dude I knew in high school. And I actually wanted him on the podcast but because he, he works in the restaurants field. And I wanted to do an episode about uh, restaurant stories, working in the restaurant. And I, I'm sure he had quite a bit of stories. So I messaged him and I said, hey, man, how's it going and all that, you know, and we had been really friendly recently which got me to Adam as a friend and I say I tell him what's going on I'm making a podcast I'd you know love to have you on if you're interested if not that's okay you know if you don't want your real name on there I you know I value everyone's privacy whatever what have you uh, just throwing that out there uh but anyways hey what's up Dude left me on scene like I was some fat chick trying to pick him up. I'm like, really dude? And then I look on his Facebook and he's just posting this real girly, like he just got in a relationship and he's all just a big sissy about a lot of things, being all bushy, and I'm like, okay, so you have time for that, but you know, you got an opportunity to like do something cool, or at least I think it's cool, and you know, you're gonna leave me on scene, bro? Really? And then I think maybe he's just busy. So I give him the bet because sometimes I personally am bad too. I'm no angel by any stretch of the imagination. So I will also see someone's message, but then I'll be like busy and I'm like, I'll, I'll forget. And then like a week later, I'm like, oh man, I need a message. Two months pass, three months pass, something like that. Nothing. I will actually comment on some of his other posts, like, oh, like legitimately just like, oh, that's cool or whatever. He will only like the comments left by chicks or like one of his real close bros and be like, haha, LMAO. And I'm like, you know what? This guy's a prick. I'm, I'm deleting him. And it's not like it even hurt my feelings. I'm just like, okay, this guy obviously doesn't want me to be on his friends list unless I, I he's just trying to like get a huge amount of friends that he doesn't really legit talk to. See, I care about actually having communication with people on my friends list. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird like that. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's how I see it. So I'm just like, okay, I'll just delete you. It's not like you're going to notice anyways. And then another uh, person was a chick that I guess she was in trying to be in radio. She was a radio intern or, or something. And she added me as a friend. Like I would comment. Same thing. I would comment on a few things and then... Uh, no, nothing, ever. But you'd see her, like, reply to everybody else. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, all right, delete you two. But, yeah, we'll be back with more after this message. Yeah, hey, this is a message for you. This is from your mother telling you to pick up a pack of smokes on your way home because Mom is stressed right now, and she needs a pack of Marlboro Reds. Please and we're back so this may sound a little crazy to you guys but there's something about neutral people people that claim that they're neutral on everything when you are neutral imagine putting a car in neutral that's a metaphor as someone who is neutral on all kinds of stances or whatever if there's a right amount of push from one side or the other that neutral thing or person is gonna wind up going in one direction or the other all it needs is one big push from a big group of people to uh, make you not become neutral that's all I'm going to say on that now I I want you to just hang on with me okay strap in and just hang on just kind of grasp hang on to this as an instant now I don't do drugs, I don't do anything Um, life is more than enough to mess up anybody. I mean, let alone do anything that'll harm your body. So this has me, this got me thinking, uh, today because, uh, the idea of atheism. Now I, at one point identified myself as an atheist. Then, then I became agnostic and then, you know, I grew up more and I kind of, um, you know, read into some things, and uh, now I'm who I am today. I want to say that being an atheist and having atheist friends, you kind of have that idea that you're this new thing. Like, oh, for years, centuries, and everybody was praising something, and now we're so sophisticated and smart now that... Science has come, and now we are finally figuring out that, you know, God doesn't exist and all this stuff. You know, that's, that's what we all thought, you know. And now it's like, I, I'm thinking about this. Atheism is a very old-as-dirt stance on what you believe who created everything or what didn't create anything. Thousands of years, just as much, it's as old-as-dirt just as much as someone who believes in a higher being. I think uh, beliefs and things almost recycle themselves. So everybody thinks, like, atheism is the new hot thing. It's the new hot topic. So it makes sense with the store, too, where all the Gothic kids go that don't believe in God. It's nothing new. Because as you look back, if you kind of get educated on any kind of history, there are a lot of people that didn't believe in a God. They just didn't believe in anything. You know, they're just like barbaric, you know. It was just like how animals, like animals don't think of a higher being or anything. That's, that's how a lot of like people were back in the day. But then came form of like Zeus and, you know, like all these other gods. There was a bunch of different gods for certain things. Or then there was idols. People would worship an idol. Then there's the big, you know, all, all the, the wave of religions the past couple thousands of years. To the point where now it's like... And of course, there was always non-believers the entire time, but uh, there was a lot of things done in the name of religion for a lot of things that shaped our world past couple thousands of years. <clears throat> and now I, I believe that, you know, people are saying, oh, science is getting so brilliant now, and we're, you know, atheism is like the new thing, and it's like, no... You're just. I think it's rewinding back to uh, just the old barbaric times when people just kind of had the same train of thought about a higher being as animals did. Like they don't think about that. They just they're just thinking about uh, get the food source, get the uh, shelter. What can I get? What can I get for myself? and Call it a day. And so I think there's going to be a long period of that happening. As much as, you know, hey, I was an atheist too. As much as atheists like to think that they're holier than thou in a way where you really have no plan beyond that, you just want to rebel and then think that you're doing good because you rebelled against whatever you felt was oppressive. When you get older and you realize, man, you know, I, I'm kind of lost. But you should kind of have some kind of laws laid down you know, morals or something laid down as opposed to there's no higher being, there's no nothing. The only thing that would save us is thinking that we're better than everybody else. So we're going to be more nicer when that couldn't be further from the truth. I think that's a very thin facade. We're so smart that we're going to be nice. No, being smart and being nice is two different things. I know plenty of dumb people who are the nicest people on the planet. I, I think I'm probably one of them. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Is that It's going to be recycled I feel like and as atheism becomes more of the norm and it's not as taboo it's going to start turning into worshipping idols again. So as there's, okay you imagine a world where there's no religion, all that, blah blah blah. Okay John Lennon, we get it. What are you going to start looking up to? What do atheists look up to? Well, me as an atheist, I looked up to artists. A lot of people that were celebrities. Uh, you know, people that showed you the way. a figure in your life that you listened to and you learned so much from. And then you realize a lot of those people are junkies, burnouts. You know, they make great music, great art. But as a person, would you... There's a lot of people that I met that I, I looked up to musically, and then after, it's like, man, you guys are messed up. That that Those become your idols, just like thousands of years ago, people worshipping idols back then. <laughs> you're starting what uh, people did a long time ago, and then you know, you're going to stop worshipping idols, and then you're going to go on to the next thing, and... There's going to be a whole new wave of of uh, whatever, you know. All I got to say is this. I believe there is a higher being. Religion or the earth in general or just anything at all can be perverted by humans, human beings. Human beings are very, very flawed. And so you can't sit there and take one instance of the human's perversions Of something that is good. And use that as the marker as to why you disavow it. I guess I got my point across with that. It's all just recycled stuff. And you look at ancient things back in the day. Maybe 6,000 years ago, we were far more advanced than we are right now. And then something horribly bad happened. And... He had to start over with, you know, digging tools and all that. Who knows? It's always a big question mark, but it's just a little thought. Like I said, strap in. (laughs) It's just a little thought out in the weeds that I was thinking about. Uh, Today was a good day. Today was Jimmy's birthday. So I took him out to five guys. He got himself a burger. I was very proud of him. He ate a burger with the bun. Now, he's been on this diet where he can't eat, like, bread or whatever. So anytime we go out somewhere, he'll eat everything but the bun. And it's, it's embarrassing. I could sit there and say I respect what he's doing, but I can't. It's embarrassing. So I'm very proud of him that he ate the bun and everything else. So happy birthday, Jimmy. Uh, I'm glad I was able to share some time with you today and take you out for dinner or lunch, actually. One o'clock. It was a little late lunch. A little late lunch. I woke up this morning to another Facebook friend that deleted me. It's like I have such a short friends list that I I, I figured it out who deleted me. And I'm thinking, what did I say that could have remotely offended this person? You just added me as a friend. I'm looking through and I'm like, I didn't find anything offensive. I just hope I really didn't hurt this person's feelings. That's that's the only thing. Like, I'm not mad that you unfriended me. I'm just... I, I just hope I didn't hurt the person's feelings and they're upset with me. Because I always intend... Like, whatever I post on online... Like, I always intend with uh, the best intentions. To make someone laugh or, you know... It's not like I'm trying to be, like, offensive or anything like that. It's just... It's still something that I think would be universally funny. But, uh, I guess not. Either way, I don't know. I, I can't I can't bother myself about it. But, um, yeah. So, I'm one less Facebook friend now. That's fine. <clears throat> I hope I get down to zero. Then I could just not have to worry about anybody. I could just follow... Idols <laughs> musicians. Oh that's an, that's another thing about like idols and stuff. The modernized version of idols are your celebrities and think about this you know back in the day what did these people they brought their sacrifices they brought things to appease the idols. What do people do now? donate to people's patreons. <laughs> Oh, by the way, if you want to donate to my Patreon... (laughs) No, no, no. Also, I, I want to dig in a little bit about... I've gone through some really bad times with my mental state. And I've never at any point... Like, the last thing I think about is posting about it online. Now, I know a lot of other people, they have their ways of dealing with it, and they may post online. But I always just feel like, man, I'm just bothering people. I just need to... I just need to... Oh, I had to stop. there's a raccoon jumping into a sewer vent. Um, you know, it's like I don't want to bother people with my bad time. And so I, I never post anything, like, about, like, things that are really bad going on. Like, when I got stung by hornets, yeah, I thought it was cool how I was breaking out in hives. So I wanted to share that. But, like, stuff that's going to bum somebody out, I don't... I, you know, I'll keep that to myself and wait for the wave to pass over and then I go about my day as my usual self. Here's a little lesson for us all, even for myself that I've learned over the years is this, is I will see people online, you know, say that they're having a bad time. They're sad and, you know, everything's bad all the time. They just have the worst life ever. And, and then I'll, I'll, I will look on their page and you know it's like I'm aware because they're my friend or I follow them or whatever and they seem to have a real happy life like they don't have a broken family and you know they they have a nice big happy family they have somebody to come home to you know they, they really do have a lot of things going on and so someone like me or you for instance will sit there and look how how can you be sad how How can you be thinking that you have it so bad? You have all these things. But here's what I come to grips on. Like, don't ever turn it into, okay, you see someone like that and they they say that they're having a bad day or their life is just horrible. Don't ever, ever do this where you'll comment on it and say, oh, things could be a whole lot worse. That is the last thing anybody ever wants to hear because you're, you're discounting their hardship. Like me, if I get a flat tire, I mean, it's a bad thing, but it's just like, uh, it's just another thing going on in my life. What, what's, what's next, you know? So and it, it sucks, but some, there are some people who would trigger them to the point where they just, they fall into a deep, you know, dark pit for months. Now, that's, I mean, getting a flat tire, that's no big deal. Some people just call their insurance agent and wait. I'll usually just take matters in my own hand and change my tire myself. But the thing is, you can't discount other people's hardships just because you have far off life or that's how you perceive it to be. So don't ever go on someone's page that you think has a good life and they're saying, oh, I have it so bad. And you, you're, like, you're trying to one-up the person by saying you have a more horrible life. Like, really? Is this the competition now? Who, see who has more of a horrible life. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you won the gold medal for having the most horrible life out of everybody on your friends list. Pat yourself on the back for that. No one cares. Either you just private message them and just ask them what's going on. And if they get back to you, they get back to you. If they don't feel like talking, they won't get... Don't take offense to it. Don't do nothing. But me, over the years, I've realized I see it. I take it for what it is. Okay, this person's having a bad day. It looks like people are replying to this person. I don't need to say anything. And chances are I don't really have that close of a connection to them compared to the other people commenting. So I usually, when I come across posts like that... I just skim past it. I skim past it like it's a car insurance ad or something. <laughs> you got to let something like that just let people vent and don't sit there and get triggered over it and go and say, "Oh, really? Uh, you should you should know that I I had it worse and you know, you should be happy and grateful for what you got. That ain't going to help anything. That's just going to make people look at you like, "Really, dude?" or "Girl," whatever. Like Get over yourself, all right? You may be like getting a horrible thing happen to you, and you take it as just an average Tuesday because you're used to having a bad string of events, as opposed to somebody who's they really haven't had any dealt with any hardships and they, you know, had their first bad day where the boss yelled at, they got yelled at for the first time or something. The weight of that on their shoulders, maybe just as heavy as something that, you know, that, that you take as something really heavy, like your, you know, your girlfriend dumping you all of a sudden, or you finding out she cheated on you or whatever. And I, I was talking to a buddy of mine about this actually. And he said, yes, I mean, that, that's exactly how it is. Cause he said, um, to you lifting up 40 pounds worth of, uh, Plywood or boards or whatever may be nothing to you, but if you hand it to his little daughter or something and have her try to hold that, it's going to be – it would never work. So everybody deals with things differently. So that is the lesson I guess I could tell you is just keep that in mind that everybody – deals with bad things differently and you can't sit there and look at somebody who's had a great life and they say that they're having a bad day and discount it because of all the good things they just just be cool man just i don't want to be mr rogers and tell people to care about each other more but sometimes you got to dude that's just how it rolls i think uh there needs to be more goodness in the world anyways we'll be right back after these messages hey I'm just letting you know that you should probably do the speed limit. Take it from me. I got pulled over doing 80 one time. And I had to pay 125 bucks. That's no fun. So, yeah. Do the speed limit. Hey everybody, we're back. This is the last part of the show you know if you ever need to get your oil changed but you feel like you, you enjoy wasting time and you have an abundance of time on the planet and you really don't value your time go to the dealership and save twenty dollars when you get your oil change unless you drive a really old car that you don't have to worry about going through so many different things to change the oil like i i could change the oil on my car now but it's like a newer car And there's so many things that you have to do to get to the oil pan itself to change the oil. And uh, I just don't feel like dealing with it anymore. It's not worth my time. The other factor of me not changing my oil is the fact that Dean, he changes his own oil and it costs just as much as to get it done at a, a dealership. Because one quart of synthetic oil Like, you need five quarts, and each quart of synthetic oil ranges from six to eight dollars, give or take, you know? So, you times that by five, then you need to buy an oil filter, and then then you factor in the time it takes to do all that, you know? What if you don't have a jack and jack stands? And then you gotta deal with the old oil. Like, you gotta take time out to take it someplace to dispose of it properly. And just take it to Valvoline, man. Take it to Valvoli and just get her done. But they always give out coupons, like $10 off coupons, $15 off coupons. Facebook friends, when you see Facebook friends posting about how sad they are, when you perceive them to have really great lives and you wanna do some sad, hard luck Olympics with them, don't do it. Just, you know, wish them well and move on. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Why waste any amount of energy doing otherwise when it comes to believing in a higher power you believe what you want to believe and that's it that's all i can say man everybody's got their own ideas i've got mine you got yours and that is that one other thing before i go though i saw someone just blatantly drive right through the stop sign and it's a quiet residential area they're going to drive right through just going to get yourself in trouble. Is it that hard to stop at a stop sign? Humans are at fault. They're always at fault, man. And I feel like I'm just some crazy guy. I'm some crazy guy that's just going on rants and the kind of guy that you just see on the side of the road just talking to himself all the time. And I'm not that far off, to be honest. There's a lot of crazy people in my family, and I think I I think I've been touched with a little bit of it. I think I would do my grandpa proud if he was still around. I think we'd get along well. I heard stories from other people. My my grandpa died before I was like able to, like I was like a year and a half old. I didn't I never don't have any recollection of him. But apparently he pissed off the entire town just cuz he was just absolutely nuts. He did a lot of things that just pissed off a lot of people. I feel like maybe I'm carrying on that tradition a little bit just really nuts and pissing people off. (laughs) Like my grandpappy. (laughs) Yeah, going back to the guy that drove through the stop sign, it just made me think that there's a lot of people, like, with that kind of attitude, everybody always has that justification where, oh, I've had it hard, so I shouldn't have to do this or that or whatever. Let me tell you something. No matter what your hardship is or how... Awesome you think you are. The world doesn't owe you anything. Just be happy you're still breathing and you're you're able to go on another day. That is your gift. That is all that you are uh that you should be happy you got that, you know. But a lot of people think, oh I'm above the law because I, you know, had this happen to me in the past and that's for other people, and I'm a super smart person. I I see beyond what you little people think so I'm gonna I don't know oh also yeah shark bites gets get yourself some shark bites try some shark get away from the cheese pizzas and the chicken tendies a little bit and uh eat some shark then you could uh try to pick up a chick with that be like yeah hey I'm a cultured man I'm a man of uh culture because I eat shark you ever try shark and then the chick will be like Oh uh, no! You're like, well, I'll show you something. I'll show you something, girl. And then you could be that guy, that cool guy that shows. That's what. That's what a lot of chicks really like. They like a guy that could show them new things. They could absorb it, and then it becomes them. So yeah, you can show them how to eat. Show them sharks. Amazing. Anyways, guys, that is it. This was episode fifteen of Hanging with DJ Glowing Ice. I hope you enjoyed the show and. All of that good stuff And I hope you didn't unfriend me on Facebook That would really break my heart That would really hurt me So much (laughs) (laughs) Anyways guys I hope you have a good rest of your week The first episode of Industrial Industries World Radio Is coming up I am high on life And I'm glad you're along for the ride I really truly am From the bottom of my heart and we're along for the ride. Enjoy life as much as you can. That's all I could say, dude. I just wish you well along your travels. And I will see you next week or the week after. We'll see. I want to see the Joker movie. So maybe by next episode, we could talk about the Joker movie. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Peace out. Industrial Industries World Radio